Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and Marvel Rewind. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We are here. Uh, it is Friday afternoon, and that means it is the Falcon and Winter Soldier Day. Uh, we have another episode of Marvel Disney Plus to talk about, and today we are talking about episode two of the Falcon and Winter Soldier titled uh, The Star-Spangled Man, which is very <laughs> interesting. Um, usually, uh, or as usual, excuse me, the crew is here. Uh, we got Jacob, we got Brian, we got Gio. Jacob, how you doing, man? Allergies are good, right? Yep, man, I'm all good for the year. I had my violent attack, but now I'm good. I'm also good because I got some new glasses. I thought so. All okay. right, look, have you guys ever broken your main pair of glasses and you have to wear your backup pair for like... I've been wearing my backup. Brian, Brian had tape on his the other day for like two no, months. No, 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 not the other day. <laughs> and I hated them. And I finally got a new pair and I love them. So, I had doing a, good. <laughs> see, okay. I noticed it when I first saw you and I was like, I don't want to be that person. And it's like, Oh, look, new uh, glasses. But, uh, see us glasses. Oh yeah. I haven't worn them yet. This is the first time wearing them. And I paid for everything. I even got the, thing that protects you from computer screens supposedly so the blue light filters so yeah. same with mine the blue light protector yeah okay i don't know the terminology they yeah. just say it's in there it's really not uh, yeah i know there's, nothing. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing brian how you doing it's friday man weekends upon us this is the longest week ever which is fair though because it's the week after the spring break um and they're trying to force us back into uh the classrooms. Luckily, I uh, I avoided it for the first part. Uh, yes, I found my screw. Thank you, Rachel. It uh, it was at the optometrist. They they found it there. Um, I lo- my glasses broke yesterday, and so like, oh I was, really? I was the screw that yeah, holds. Well, the when you said that, that's why I was laughing because that's he so funny. About it yesterday, yeah. you guys yeah. don't. Even- uh, we don't need to keep talking about glasses, but I literally got out of the car. They were on my lap. They fell on the ground. I stepped on them right oh. away and crushed wow. them. Oh. Terrible. I was That's so bad. mad. Yeah, Damn. I just had a, I had a screw pop out, so this whole thing was gone, so I was like a pirate for the whole day yesterday. That's pretty but, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> do what you got to do. Gio, how about you, man? You, uh, you weren't with us last week on Rewind. Um, how you been? Yeah, something big came out last week. Um and I f- just finally saw episodes one and two today. It took me about five minutes to get used to not four three anymore, but now the widescreen <laughs> normal. But um, I'm excited. Not, to talk not about like everything screen. else on the planet is widescreen. I mean, I know, but uh, who was the last four three before one division? Oh, that's true. I mean, one yeah. division was four three. The first couple a, episodes, the couple episodes yeah. Wow. I was like so long See, ago. Zack Snyder followed a trope, man. He yeah, he, what Wanda yeah, he, go. he copied WandaVision because it yeah. came out first, right? There you guys go. There you guys. <laughs> and you see, I'm the one who starts it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's start um, the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We are here to talk uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, obviously, episode two. If you guys have any questions, um, of course, we'd love to answer questions, any, any kind of things that you want clarification on because there's a lot of stuff that kind of needs that in this episode. Um, you can hit that Streamlabs link. It's right up there. Um, so you can hit, hit that up and, and you know, ask us a question, send a donation. We'd really, really appreciate it, obviously. But with that said, let's get into it because, um, look, there are six episodes in this season. There are six episodes. And we are getting into it real quick with this series. Um, this series broke open the story completely. Um, the doors are pretty much wide open at this point with a lot of things that are happening. Uh, and let's just get right to it. You know, we start with this episode um, and we get our first official look at it. It started last episode with the tease of of uh, the new Captain America at the very end. But we finally get a look at John Walker um, and we get this really cool opening between him and what seems to be an old high school girlfriend, I would imagine, um, as he's back at his high school uh and they're doing the captain america celebration that we saw in the trailers right they're pretty much they're doing a tour for him they're introducing him as captain america around the country um and we really get to see wyatt russell inside this role of john walker and kind of introduce this character who he is who he was what he's been through um and some of the main players that are around him as well uh brian looks like you had a thought on that real quick 
I, well, no, my my reaction was to I didn't know who the woman was. I I at first thought maybe that's his wife, and then I was like, maybe it's his girlfriend. Yeah, they and never then, said, but they said I love you when yeah. they. Yeah, but so it might be it might be it might be a girl, but I I said high school fling because she said I used to sneak in the locker room before games, which is why. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I I mean, I for all I know, it could have been uh, um his partner's sister. Like I I don't I don't know. Um, I don't think it matters. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think so either. Um, I was just describing the scene, everybody. No, no, no. I'm trying to do my job. Sorry. No. <laughs> my lord, we're just it's talking about who this might be. It's a joke. It's a um, joke. But yeah, no, I have no idea who she is. But uh, yeah, it, it makes you, they made you. Uh, they tried to make you like him <laughs> right off the bat. For five minutes, then he just became the biggest dick of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I mean, it's uh, they left us on that like grinning, where you're just like, that's not my Captain America. Like yeah, immediately, I, when you, we're going to talk about this, but I will say this, guys: I have never been physically angry mm-hmm. watching something when he was swinging that shield around. I oh, have never wow. been so physically pissed off watching something. And literally thinking to myself, this is the biggest douchebag of all time. Yeah. This is not my Captain America. Get the F off my screen. The, like, dis- the disdain for him like, is just so like strong. go, like just go away, go uh, die somewhere. Like just leave like, hey, take the suit it's off. Not, it's not his fault. It's it's the government doing this to him. So he what is he supposed to choice. say? No. Well, even even Battlestar, I was like, not no. my cap. Not my yeah, cap. Yeah, I agree, but like trash. The logo good is value trash. cap. <laughs> the logo yeah. is trash. It's just every time I see him, I'm just like, mm. well, <laughs> I have a question. So they took the shield that was supposed to go to the Smithsonian and gave yeah. it to him, right? Yeah, they tricked him. They lied. Okay, just clearing that up. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's what exactly what happened. Uh, yes, Buck, I am very much triggered. That is a trigger. Point. A lot of us are triggered. I it's I get this immediate like uh, it's, every time I see clear, him. It is a clear disgust. Like I want to punch a hole through a wall. Yeah, it, very it, punchable it, face. It, it it pisses me off so much. Anyway, Jacob, Gio, what did you guys think of this opening scene? Well, I mean, if I, if I could just real quick because I wasn't on last week. The first episode was kind of a drag to get through, in my opinion, um, because I just didn't care about, you know, the the stuff with the boat or whatnot. Right when this episode started, wow, I was in like I was like, wow, that is so much better. This is why I came into this episode. Like, uh, I don't want to discuss the overall thoughts, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Rachel in the chat. You know, I thought he was pretty sincere at first. You know, he was like. Guys, I'm not trying to be Captain America. He, he he did the interview with Good Morning America, and he's like, I, I don't have super strength or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I, I have done some stuff, and he says that later on, um, uh, talking about what he's done in his military career. Um, at first, I thought he, you know, he's not that bad. You know, he's just, you know, m- maybe it wasn't his idea to become Captain America. You know, he's just he says to his uh, comrade, you know, that. Uh, What's his name? Battlestar, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a few weeks ago, we were doing a, a mission at, you know, such and such place. And now here we are. And he's still trying to process all that's happened. You know, he was excited about this job, you know, but it hasn't been what he thought it would be at first. It's all these Senate meetings and, you know, interviews and whatnot. So I, I kind of, you know, fell for him at first because, you know, you take on Captain America, you're, Felix, some big shoes. You expect to go out there and make a difference, and all you're doing is being paraded around as this symbol. So that's what I was I cool with him in. until he said, uh, "I just looked at him as a brother." But oh. I, never I was like, "Get the f- out of here!" I didn't yeah, know him, but he was like a brother you're, to me. I'm, and start, then it, I'm starting to sweat over here. And then it yeah, shows Bucky sweat. right when he says that, though it shows like, Bucky because like, Bucky was his brother. Um, well, Gio, I actually completely disagree with you. I last week's episode I loved because we got so much character 
uh, interaction. Like we got to know them as characters more than we ever have known them before. And I loved it. And I actually liked the first episode better than this episode, but the opening scene, I was pretty like shocked because you kind of see this, the bag opening with the suit and you're like, what is going on? And it, they really want the audience to maybe sympathize with this guy. I think. Oh, that's trying. what they're trying to do. Absolutely. They're trying. And, like, look, he's he did he pulled a couple like dick moves this episode, but like we don't know if he's a bad guy yet. Um, and I'm sure eventually it'll come out if he is. But I I dug it honestly. Like I'm this is interesting because it's not like Captain America, like fully like young Captain America still around. So you know, this, these circumstances are very interesting. So I didn't think they were going to have us meet, like meet him this early and have Sam and Bucky meet him this early. So it's interesting. This is the Falcon, the winter soldiers, Hayward version. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's, it's young Hayward. That's look, who it is. Well, look, however much I'm crapping on the character, as far as Wyatt Russell goes, he's playing the role. Great. Like, oh, yeah. as far as like so far, we've only seen him in a little a little bit, but he's he fits the role of John Walker very, very well. Um, and I'm very happy that he's involved in it uh, after this episode. And we'll get to it eventually. I have a strong feeling that John Walker is going to be around for a very long time. You and I said that um, before the season started. I I have some some stuff that I kind of want to drop at some point. But um, yeah, look, the opening scene starts. It's really great. Uh, and then. You know, it just kind of it, it just um, pumps up, if you will, from there. Um, and we, we see all this stuff start to happening. Mist- correct me if I'm wrong is what I'm saying. The next stuff that happens is with the Flag Smashers, correct? Is that what happens next after this, after the opening scene? I'm blanking for the moment. Um, I literally just well, it goes my- to Bucky. I, it goes yeah, to Bucky. Yeah, sitting I thought in they were house. in a hangar. Yeah, they were in the hangar. Sam and Bucky were in the hangar. That's right. Before the mission. Before the mission, that's what happened. And then they went to the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we finally see Sam and Bucky together. Um, and Bucky just, like, walks up out of nowhere. Like I know. Oh, it I was so random. I, I know where Sam was this entire time. Like, he's just at an Air Force base, you know? Like, we're just, you know, he's doing his thing. And then they have that great conversation about the big three. Aliens, <laughs> robots, and, and wizards. A- aliens, androids, and wizards. Androids, androids. Aliens, androids, and wizards. And the big three. <laughs> and he's like, wait, you read The Hobbit? Like, I read it. All the way back in 1937 when it yeah, first came out, like, came every, out. like their relationship, I, I'm telling you, is is the perfect. What Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are together is incredible. It's the relationship I never knew I needed. Um, the two of them together work so well off of each other. They clearly hate each other. They they clearly hate each other, but they work so well together when it gets down to business. Um, and then obviously the line of like, ah, sorcerers are just wizards without hats and yeah. like just the whole comedic timing of everything is great. Okay. But then they eventually get up on the plane. They're going on the mission. Um, and it, again, it's the first time we see them together since Endgame, And it was kind of a, a big little moment, even though it was very random how it all happened. It was kind of a big moment. Yeah. They have amazing banter. They're like the banter between them is just like so perfect. So perfect. It's just, I mean, I've heard that people I've heard Marvel literally part of the reason they made this is because people loved their banter together. And if that's the case, it's genius because it's hilarious just in those little the little scenes like when he goes oh, they got to be part of the big three. What are you talking about? Big three. And then they just banter back and forth like those are hilarious. So, uh, yeah, their relationships probably going to be the best part of this whole thing i mean it's really why a lot of us are excited about this show you know when it's the title the falcon and the winter soldier and those of us who are watching this have been deeply invested in marvel for what 10 plus years now and you know some of the best stuff in those captain america movies i mean after you know the first one was them you know together and you know them going back and forth and it's uh, when we when we finally got to that point i was like Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go. You know, like I don't expect it to be the entire show, but you know, it's, it, I mean, how could you not have them to like do that at least once every episode, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but to your point, Gio, it literally happened and we'll get to all these scenes. It happened the entire episode. 
It mm. happened in the hangar. It happened on the plane. It happened when Bucky landed on the ground. Happened in the warehouse. Happened during their their therapy session. Like there are so many moments in the episode where their banter. It just feels like you're watching Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Sanders riff off each other, and it's it's just perfect the way it all goes down mm -hmm. yeah it's like you're watching anthony mackie and sebastian stan pretend to be superheroes <laughs> yeah. that's what it's like yes yeah that was entertaining and i think ever since we've known them they've bantered like this i remember ever since they've interacted together they've yeah, always been like the whole car so, seat you move your seat no why would you know their relationship <laughs> the change you know <laughs> so it's yeah it was really fun to see that and they don't even say hi like they don't even say hi. They're just no, like, yeah. why did you give up the shield? And he's like, <laughs> glad to see you too, Buck. Like, yeah. it, it's, and dude, I mean, I love both of them, but Anthony Mackie is killing it with the, yep. with the yeah. comedy, to be honest. I, I love well, it. And it's funny because they're two different, right? Like, like Sam is a very funny guy. Like Sam is a very funny guy. That's true. Bucky. He's not trying to be funny. Well, they made a the joke about his staring problem. Uh -huh. Like his staring problem. That's that's where the joke from Bucky. Co he's this ninety-year-old man, and he lives in modern times. Yeah, one hundred and six actually. Six. Oh, um, but and yeah, that was one of the best lines when he says, "You don't get to come at me with your overextended life and tell me my rights," because he's like, "You get to be thirty-five years old forever." Like, which is an interesting point that I want to talk about later. Is Bucky's aging and why other super soldiers do age. Um, all right. So after, after the hangar scene, they get up on the plane and it's like the whole, you know, what's the plan? What's the plan? You know, Sam jumps out and then Bucky's like, well, where's the parachute? And then they say, well, we can't use that one this low. And he says, well, that's okay. I don't need one. Like, like what? I, I don't need a parachute. Okay, sure. And he just comes tumbling down into some branches Dude. and lands on the ground. I think we <laughs> underestimate how powerful that super soldier serum is, man. Because at least, at least Stephen Bucky's. At yeah, least yeah that's Bucky's. what I'm saying. I, at least Stephen Bucky's, because I think we see different power levels for sure. Well, the fact but... that he can jump out of a plane at 2,000 feet, hit a bunch of trees on the way down, and land on the ground is he, a pretty big. He was deal. trying to catch a branch or something, <laughs> but he couldn't. It's like, like what? And then Red Wing comes. It's a comedic moment. Sam's watching the entire time. He hates, hates Red Wing. <laughs> yes. It's so great. It's so great. But eventually, eventually they meet back up there at a warehouse. They're chasing down the Flag Smashers. Um, and again, we get more comedic moments where Bucky's trying to be all stealthy and whatnot. And Sam is commenting over the radio about his stealthiness. And then they meet up. We get the great line about White Wolf which is really good, calling so back good. to Black Panther. Um, you, go to, you go to Wakanda for a little bit, and you come out the White Panther. <laughs> white Wolf. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about White Wolf eventually on the show, because I'm sure it will come back in some form. The White Wolf is actually a very important character name. Uh, it wasn't Bucky in the comics, but it's actually a cool riff on the MCU. Um, but then this is where we get this badass action scene, right? We get that famous uh, heist scene that was in the trailers that was highlighted a lot. Um, but little did we know that the new Captain America and Battlestar were also involved in this. Um, after Bucky and Sam chasing down a little bit, kind of getting some action, Bucky breaks into one of the uh, semis, thinks that there's a hostage. It's actually um, uh, Ellie Car Carryman, I think her name is. Um, I want to say her name is the actress who plays her. She's Emphis Ness from Solo. Um, and they think that they're stealing medicine. Uh, and little to know that every single person involved is the Flag Smashers, and we get this awesome action sequence that eventually leads to a new cap and Battlestar showing up as well. Uh, G, I'll start with you, man. What did you think of everything that went down in this sequence? Um, I was surprised that they showed up, you know, and then we got the little bit of exposition later when it's like, well, we were tracking Red Wing, you know, which is government property, so you're not entirely out of the... Uh, you know, doing your own thing. But um, I got to admit, it was kind of cool seeing all four of them fight together, you know, albeit we know it or we assume it doesn't last long um, at, at that point. But uh, man, those flag smashers, they can, they can really do some damage. You know, I believe they're all super soldiers serumed, right? Yep. To some extent. Yep. Yeah, I, I think so. That's why they're going to, well, we'll talk about who they're going to see later. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the the sequence. You know, it was uh, it was cool to see. Um, um, we know that uh, what's his name, Secret Agent 
doesn't ha- or U.S. agent doesn't have uh, super strength. Um, the subtitles I don't know if he gets it later in the comics America, or not. What? The subtitles call him Captain America, by the way. Just to piss you off. I know. Yeah. I saw that too. And I was like, what? Why doesn't it say his name? You know, like his human name. Yeah. Yeah. And to Rachel's point, yeah, the shield skills are pretty uh, cool to see. Um, cool to see that. But uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Jacob? Yeah, I was going to mention um, earlier. I was so shocked during the Good Morning America interview when they were like telling his story and this guy has a lot of accolades that he's built up over as a military man. And also seeing him use the shield in that like test footage or whatever. I know it breaks your heart, Jake, but it's like, it can a regular human do that. Yeah. Like you you have to, you have to learn how to use the shield. He said he has no superpowers, no nothing. He's just, I don't believe him, but we'll get to that later. I think he does have uh, super soldier. Shield. I don't think he has it yet, but he will be getting them. Yeah, I agree with Jake. And I and I will explain why. I will explain why. I'll and explain that's why too. Do to him what it did to Bolonsky, well, <laughs> except for turning into the abomination. But um, yeah, look, this action scene was awesome. I mean, we got snippets of it in the trailers. Obviously, we saw the stuff with Bucky and Sam. The the great line of that little girl kicked your ass. Like, oh that's yeah, yeah, great yeah. stuff from Sam and and Bucky. But the stuff with uh with John Walker and um. And Hoskins, uh, Lamar Hoskins, who is uh, AKA Battlestar, uh, was was pretty cool. I mean, I will say this: nothing special about John Walker in that shield so far. He's just throwing it. I love when Bucky caught it. I love when Bucky caught it, um, and then he, you know, he and John Walker got it back. But uh, a cool, cool sequence. The big thing here is that we can see that the Flag Smashers are pretty serious. Um, they're they're pretty serious. Uh, they're they're pretty powerful. Uh, Aaron Kellyman is playing the main one. Uh, I think her name Carly. is Carly, right? Carly. Uh, she's great. She Which is, is funny so because good. Flag Smasher is a character named Carl. So they just make sense. That. They yeah. have the same last name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Morgan, it, it totally Morgan Thou, I think it was Morgan Thou. Yeah. It, it makes sense. And, and she's going to come back for sure. There's a storyline with her in the com or the character in the comic of Flag Smasher that could kind of be theorized as of now. But, um, I thought it was a great action scene. It was really cool. Obviously, Bucky and Sam get beat up. They get tossed out. Sam saves Bucky. Uh, and then eventually Battlestar and New Cap uh, get knocked off as well. And they end up meeting up. Um, and we get this interesting exchange. Uh, oh, let me throw this up first. I do have this picture of Aaron Kellyman just looking badass as a flag smasher. Um, but this, uh, this little exchange here in the back of the Jeep um, between the four of them, uh, which, again, I was not expecting to see. I was not expecting to see this early on. Everything's going really quick. Um, some interesting stuff going on. Obviously, John Walker at this point saying, hey, look, we can't do this alone. We need you. Um, the four of us seem to work together, and Bucky and Sam just basically aren't having it. Uh, they're not having it, and it's fair. Uh, you know, They obviously have a very big connection to that shield and, and what it means and what it stands for. And so um, it's creating some very interesting character dynamics, if you will. So I'll I'll say what I liked about the uh, the truck scene, if you will. Um, I I thought it was great. I mean, uh, what what is her name? I just know her as Carly now because Aaron Kellyman. Aaron Kellyman. She's a uh, she's good in these little long train car fights. That's scenes. what people are saying. Emphasis nest in this character and very similar wearing masks while fighting. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're clearly some type of super soldier, uh, in some way. Um, although, uh, John Walker's a little biatch. He had to pull out a gun to save his partner. (laughs) I have that picture. Uh, clear difference between the two caps here. He uses a gun. Yeah. So everybody keeps saying that, but Captain America uses a gun in the first Avenger. He used it in war. There's a difference. I mean, these are super soldier. He has the shield. But he doesn't have super strength. Uh, and he used the shield a very not moment my cap. where he threw There's the nothing shield to debate. Cap used a gun too. So hashtag not my cap. What it was. <laughs> he didn't use a gun in normal times. Uh, where where the hell's War Machine? War Machine's busy. In all, all right, let's, let's get to let's get to some let's get to some uh, kind of 
deep conversations real quick because does anybody for a quick second think that wasn't what was inside that truck was actually medicine? No, it's yeah. the serum. Super Probably. soldier serum. Yeah. Serum. And hmm. it's connected to someone in particular that's mentioned later in the episode. And Brian, I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know. I'll the power, the, the power, power broker. broker. Yeah. Um, the power broker is a character in the comics. Uh, it's also a company called Power Broker Inc. Um, key here in the comics, the power broker is actually the one responsible for giving the serum to both John Walker and Battlestar. Interesting. So they get the super soldier serum from the broker. Um, and I have a feeling that the flag smashers stole the serum from the power broker. And the power broker was the one that sent that text to Carly that we saw later in the episode. Mm. And eventually the power broker is going to be the big bad of the series where John Walker sides with the power broker and Carly eventually sides with Falcon and Bucky. I could see that. I think I don't, I mean, is there a reason to watch the show now? You just figured it out, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do on the show. We theorize. We talk. Yeah, no, I I, I love it, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Well, watch us all be wrong because, you know, how we've been wrong before that's for sure we've been wrong a lot well they they haven't showed us anything that like the flag smashers are evil they have their own they have an agenda they have an idea of what they what they want but they're not they don't look evil and she plays that so well like when bucky first sees her and she's all smiling like she doesn't look intimidating at all and then boom he flies across the truck but uh yeah i yeah it's it's interesting i just hope She's I personally I just want to see more from that actress. I, <laughs> I think she, I think she's gonna be in it be in this season a lot. I, ha- I think she'll be around for a while. I hope she's around for a while. Uh because I think she could be a, a really cool character that people would really like. I know a lot of people want to see more of Infus Nest just because of her. So I mean I hope she sticks around because she seems pretty cool. But uh yeah. So after this, after the uh, the truck scene, this, the action sequence, and the encounter between the four of them. In With the- that scene, I hate. Sorry, I know mm-hmm. John Pedro. I we're saying tough crowd for. I hate when he calls him Buck. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Like, but how are we supposed to know? But like, who? When John Walker calls him Buck, yeah, Buck is Sam and Cap. Like even Tony Stark calls him Bucky or anything else. Only Sam and uh, uh, Bucky call him Buck, or excuse me, Sam and Cap call him Buck. That that was I could get by with most of the stuff. His his real name is James Buchanan Barnes, right? Yes. Okay. So. That that was when he's like Buck. I'm like, mm, you're not his friend. <laughs> I, was like, I, like, I mean, it's I, true. I feel like they call him Barnes. Like Tony would call him Barnes, didn't he? Like when he would refer to him. Yeah, he never called yeah. him Buck. Yeah. yeah, but we don't have time for the pleasantries. Okay, there's well, no, a I think it's out there on purpose that Walker is overstepping his boundaries and like saying, oh, oh yeah. I need I need Absolutely. Cap's wingman, and then calling him Buck. Yeah, when, to like, when he said that, when he said, I need, like, it looks better when I have Cap's wingman, I was like, ah, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, and that's, Anthony that's, Mackie that's was like, nope. Insulting. I mean, that's just insulting to him in general, because it's like, you're his sidekick. Like, that type of thing. Not not even, like, calling him a wingman, but just the, he's your sidekick. Well, he did give up Cap's shield. And I will say this, and we haven't talked about it much, but I love how how absolutely important that is to Bucky. It is, it is such a, it's obviously like the big thread so far, right. Of, of Sam giving it up and it leading to John Walker, but the entire therapy scene too. Yeah. It it started when they first met in the hangar, Bucky said, why did you give up the shield, Sam? And then it came back and this kind of leads to, to what's happening next outside of that, the car sequence here, um, they're on the they're on the plane and they're having a little bit of a conversation about the shield and kind of just the what happened and uh, it leads to them going to see a character that I never ever expected to see on screen. 
ever. I never expected to see this character on screen. Um, and for those of you who, who don't know who I'm talking about, that is Isaiah Bradley. Um, I never once in my wildest dreams thought we would see the character of Isaiah Bradley pop up. And for those of you who do not know, Isaiah Bradley, and in the comic books as well, he is uh, the second the second official ever, but the first black Captain America. Um, in the comic books, and it's different in the MCU st uh, storyline because of what happened with Steve on ice, but in the comic books, they actually operated at the same time. Um, they mm. operate at the same time, and he is actually one that's used as like the underground version. Uh, he does essentially the dirty jobs. Um, he does the dirty jobs that the U.S. government and the Army didn't want to send Cap on uh, during war to make it look bad. They used him instead. And his storyline is actually very interesting um, in the comics. I don't know if it's exactly this in the in obviously the MCU, but um, it has to do with uh, experimenting on 300 black soldiers for the super soldier theorem, trying to fix it. And only five of them survived. And he was the one that didn't get messed up from that serum. Um, there's actually a pretty good storyline behind there. But I mean, this is huge. This is really, really big. Because also, if you don't know, his grandson, Eli, actually becomes Patriot at one point, who is a young Avenger, um, which is a big deal as well. And we obviously know that a lot of MCU stuff at the moment is tying into young Avengers and setting up a lot of younger characters. So we could see that. Um, but yeah, this Isaiah Bradley stuff, man, this is this is very, very interesting stuff. I love it. Yeah, I love I mean, the scene just... before that. I will say that though. It's Black Falcon. Oh. That <laughs> was the best. That made me laugh so hard. What my dad said to call you Black Falcon. All right, well, I'm gonna call you Black Kid. <laughs> Clowns. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was good. Um, yeah, dude, that scene was like real. That was a scene where it was like, whoa, like that, that hits you uh, in in the gut a little bit. Because, I mean, we obviously in real life don't have super soldiers, but I'm sure crap like that happens all the time. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound horrible at all. Um, but yeah, and the delivery to them and you could see sam was quite upset he was very he shaken out. yeah when he found this out and uh the fact that he was a hero but they still put him in jail for 30 years and used him as a lab rat that that is sad that yeah, was so sad. I, they didn't clarify it in the scene but in the comics he actually gets captured by the nazis um and he's studied on by them as well before actually coming back. And then he's put back into jail here. Yeah. Well, he uh, says both sides. He okay. Says okay. So I, I wasn't sure if that was, that was clarified or not, but he was actually uh, imprisoned by both. Yeah, um, that's and, crazy. And obviously the bigger being uh, the U S just because he was there for 30 years after he came back, he's a, he's supposed to be a war hero. This yeah. guy saved lives and like participated in a, in multiple wars. Um, and like he said in the scene, he was one of the few who could take down the Winter Soldier. He could take down the Winter Soldier when they needed him to, which is a very big deal. So this, uh, that was a very uh, well done scene, like probably like the most dramatic scene they've done in this show so far. Um, but it brings up a question to me. So like we always speculated like in the MCU before we saw it, we were like, oh, does Cap age or not? You know, on, you know they could always change it from the comics whatever but saying so bucky doesn't age though because he's been around he's been just straight up alive this whole time right so bucky well, doesn't he, age bucky they also kind of froze until they needed him and they showed that in winter soldier yeah every time he wasn't on a mission he was on ice yeah okay so, so like did that delay his aging um i mean i mean we don't know when yeah, we don't know yet, but operating. it's like this guy just aged normally, it seems like. Yeah. Or maybe I think slowly. they aged I think Slower. they aged normally, mm. but but since since Bucky was so on off, on off, on off, on off, his is delayed because Cap, Cap Steve Rogers is the only person ever to have the perfect soldier serum. Yeah. The perfect version of it. He did, yeah. he doesn't age. But he, well, he did age though in Endgame. So I don't know how, but 
Maybe he does age, but very slowly. I think that they, I think he, I don't think age was ever a factor into it. I think because of what Jacob said, because there's no. Yeah, I didn't think about the Hydra freezing Bucky when he wasn't on a mission and stuff. That's true. So, Um, I mean, because I was thinking, does Bucky just live forever if he doesn't get killed? You know? No. I just think he was so on and off. And if you think about it, like, whenever winter soldier takes place, he's still Russian. So they're still freezing him probably. Mm-hmm. So probably just I think, came out of it. At yeah. That point. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Gio, what'd yeah. you think of this man? Um, it was just crazy because I mean, let me just say like to this point, this series lived up to what, it, um, what people were saying about it as far as like it being violent and this right here made it really go dark, but in a different kind of way, you know, where he's, you know, used and, you know, does good or, you know, in the name of, you know, the, the government, um, but then is imprisoned. I mean, that's like Mandela right there, you know, like get thrown in prison and then just treated wrong. And it's just, it, it, it's, it was just so deep. And um, it re- reminded me of a quote um, from a, uh, the movie Fury with Brad Pitt, where he says ideals are peaceful, but history is violent. It's like this kind of history with the super soldiers. It just expands this part of the world of the MCU into, you know, bigger. And it, that's what we expect with these kind of, uh, you know, Disney plus series. So I appreciated that it was difficult to watch. Um, but the guy who pay, um, played Isaiah, I mean, very, very good job you felt his aggression and especially when he threw that, you know, what was a can or something? Yeah, like a tin, some kind of tin can. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, my goodness, man. Like it was, it was pretty deep. It's pretty, pretty deep stuff, you know, for sure. Um, I do want to bring this up just really quick. Uh, so he says, Samir here says that scene broke my heart and filled me with rage. Cause it's based on a real American government history. Uh, and what he's referring to is that Isaiah um, Bradley's storyline and the story of the experimenting on the African-Americans in the, in the war um, comes from the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, um, which is a real, real life thing that happened in history. Um, it's based on that, not exact, but it's based on that. And if you guys want to learn more, just Google it and it would come up immediately. Um, but a lot of his story is weaved into that. Um, and it's, it's definitely going to come back. We obviously saw when, when, after Bucky was, um, and we'll talk about this scene, but after Bucky was arrested, mm-hmm. Sam had a moment of like, do I go back in there or not? And I I got the impression that he'll 100% be visiting Isaiah again. Um, and I don't know if that means we'll, we're going to be getting an awesome flashback sequence with him or not. I, I hope so. That'd be I would, I would. When he says I tore off half that arm or whatever. I was yeah, like, and he's I like, oh, I guess it grew back. Yeah, like I, I want to see some kind of flashback sequence. Um especially with just Isaiah in action doing something, but I can definitely see Sam going back uh, because, and Rachel brought it up in the comments, I think um, where did it go right here? Uh, Isaiah's story meant a lot to Sam. His decision with the shield would have meant different if he had known. I a hundred percent agree with this. Uh, I think that this is going to be like almost the catapult that shoots Sam to be like, yes, I can do this. Yes, this can be me. Um, and we've seen it in this episode that this show is going to play with race a lot. It's going to play with race a lot. And the fact that Sam learns that there was a black Captain America in the past, um, that's 100% going to come back in some form. That hardly anybody ever knew about. Man. I think nobody knew about, like wow. now anyway. I mean, yeah. Steve didn't even know. Exactly. Exactly. So. That, would have, that would have probably killed Steve. Oh. Speaking of that, where is Steve? Do we know? He's, He's dead? dead. I mean, yeah, we don't know. Okay. Just in case I missed it, I'm just I'm just asking. So no, no, I think he went back. I think he went back to his timeline after Endgame, personally. But that's just me. Yeah, or he's on or he's on the moon base. I don't know. That's yeah. what I figure that <laughs> that he went back to his timeline. Yeah. Um. All right. What do we think about this cop car, cop car scene, guys? Uh, where they're arguing out in front of the house. Um, Art and, imitating and, life. Yeah, and the, the police officers come after Sam first just for an argument, and then they ended up uh, arresting well, Bucky. It's crazy that, that they go from the scene with uh, the, in the house right to this. It was it was pretty heavy, and I didn't think the show was going to get into this stuff like right like just 
right away. It was pretty crazy. And the the thing that stood out most is like when as soon as he's like, Do you know who this is? And then he's like whispers in his other ear and I oh, just because he's famous, oh he's an Avenger. Like yeah. it, that was harsh, it bothers man. me so much. It's it's yeah. happened multiple times. It happened in the first episode of the bank, and now it's now it happened here. Mm-hmm. It, Marvel it, ain't afraid to to play in the real world situations. So, I mean, this is something that happens all the time. They immediately ask uh, Bucky if they didn't even ask Bucky for ID. And then Bucky's the one who gets arrested. Yeah. Is this man bothering you? No, we're just having conversation. Like, yeah, that seemed pissed. Not the scene, but it pissed me off when I saw that because it's it's so true and then and then they realized bucky's the one that actually has a warrant and something is going on they just it was like so yeah Gio? uh it was all right a little too on the nose but i i get what they were going for and um it's obviously important you know to you know um you know to to recognize and you know bring awareness to it but um yeah to brian's point you know it's funny how bucky was the one with a warrant you know and you know i didn't even think that he was supposed to go to his therapy session which was a highlight in the first episode for me i will say all right well this scene eventually leads to a therapy session um <laughs> we see uh we see bucky being um let go at, at the uh at the precinct um and we learned that he is bailed out by none other than this d-bag um (laughs) (laughs) uh because he has the power now he's signing autographs taking pictures he's able to let people out of jail apparently um and he lets bucky out of jail because he's a he's a good asset and he can't have him locked up essentially it also um makes bucky not have to go to therapy anymore uh, he is essentially free to do whatever he would like um, because um, Walker wants him for his own game. Uh, but with that said, it does lead to this beautiful scene between the two of them. Where the therapist <laughs> from the first episode does I didn't know come they were going to interlock legs, man. That was, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, it, the two of them, you know, it, it's supposed to be Bucky, but then the, the therapist is like, nope, you're coming too. This isn't a request. You're you're coming in here, and they have this great back and forth. They have a little staring contest. Um, but ultimately, uh, the realness of it does come out. And, you know, when, when they get down to it a little bit, Bucky full on says, why did you give up the shield, Sam? Why did you give up the shield? And it's it's clearly a big deal. We know it's a big deal, but it's like it's like eating Bucky alive that this happened. Um, and now you can tell that it's kind of getting to Sam as well. Um, but a lot of their bickering and trauma between the two of them has come from the fact that Sam did give up the shield. Uh, and it'll absolutely come back. Um, and I have a feeling I know why, but, uh, the scene overall was great. And the way it ended was great. The fact that Bucky finally kind of opened up to Sam and everything. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Well, we know that we now know why it means so much to him because if, if, uh, Steve was wrong about the shield, then Bucky thinks that's, if he was wrong uh, about Sam, right? He said he was, if he was wrong about Sam. Yeah, if he was wrong about giving the shield to Sam, then yes. he was wrong about if Bucky was redeemed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like if it. Bucky could live a regular life. And, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that that gives the reason of purpose to why Bucky would even care if someone else is wheeling Steve's shield other than just that was his friend. It It meant more than just his friend giving up that shield or him not choosing him for uh, whatever reason. But yeah, now we know we have a reason behind it, why it, it meant something. So in the scene, or I forget exactly where it is, but Bucky and Sam are talking. Oh, it's in the therapy scene. He says, you and Steve might not ever understand this, but you, but like, I, I believe I did the right thing. Do you think he's referring to like a, a racial thing? Like I like I can't be I, like, I think Sam gave up the shield because he doesn't believe there can be a black Captain America. Yeah, so that's, that's what he's saying. Because he says you and Steve may never understand this. I I, I think and, it hundred percent. Yeah, so I love how they're like with scenes like that. He's not saying 
I'm black. I could never be Captain America. They're doing it subtly without saying it straight up, you know? And, and I like that. They're, they're playing it like that. Like, we know what they're saying, but you don't have to come out and just straight say it straight up. And, and I thought that was pretty good. And by the way, Samir, uh, Bucky won the staring contest because the therapist, like, snapped in front of Sam's eyes. And then <laughs> Sam, it was so funny. Sam was, like, legitimately mad that he lost. They were, like, really trying to win the staring contest. <laughs> it was so funny. I love that. Uh, Gio? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I, I said Gio. Go ahead. Oh, uh, it was – for me, this was the best scene in the whole episode because, <laughs> you know, just – for me, I was laughing out loud the whole time, you know, just the two of them sitting down together. Like, I don't think Sam was expecting to have a therapy session, but he just got dragged into it. It's like, okay, you want to do this? Let's go. Oh, I'm sure Bucky will love this too. Yeah, let's go. And it was just the whole sarcasm and then, you know, the smart remarks and all that. It was just, I was literally laughing out loud the whole time. <laughs> just to sit together. Oh, which one left, right? You know, it's just, I, I loved it. That's, that's what I love the most about this um, series. It's it's why I'm watching it, and um, I, it was just great the whole thing. I love when when they're trying to interlock the legs, and you know the therapist goes closer, and Sam like pulls Bucky, and Bucky Close. goes, "That's a little close, don't you think?" And Sam goes, "That's what you wanted, right?" Yeah, dude. The way <laughs> Anthony Mackie plays that, it feels so real. Yep, like. It's actually like his personality coming out. It's both. I think it's both of them personally. Like just, I yeah. said, it's what these oh, two would be are. like trying to be superheroes. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They're they're like real life personalities are coming yeah. out in the characters, yeah. and that's what they. I mean, Tony Stark does that. You know, they do that with a lot of characters. Yeah. So they end up leaving the the therapy session, and they walk outside the precinct, and it's dark now, and uh, both John Walker and Lamar Hoskins are waiting for them uh, by a cop car and. John Walker does does the sirens for some reason. Like he's just, um, and they're all laughing about it when yeah. So when but them. but uh, so they go over the four of them are talking and again John Walker is just essentially saying, "Look, man, we need to work together. We can't do this on our own. We need you. You need us." Um, and Sam just says, "Well, what do you got?" And they start talking a little bit, and then towards the end, um, after learning some information. Uh, Bucky walks away and Sam says, we, we can't work with you guys. And we get this slight turn of John Walker a little bit, kind of getting pissed off and saying, Hey, don't get in my way. Don't get in my way with whatever you're doing. And Sam and Sam and Bucky, like you said, they're free agents. They can do whatever they want. They don't have to go by the rules, regulations of what they have to do. Um, and it's clearly going to play into what's going to happen because we know what John Walker can do. Uh, we know what the character is like in the comic books. Um, but it's kind of setting the stage a little bit for for what's going to happen and possibly a showdown between the two the two sides. Yeah, yeah. agree. Did they did they signed the Sokovia Accords. Sokovia Accords, I think, are done at this point. Yeah, I, I think after the blip, they kind of went bye bye. Yeah. Well, no, I they to reference them in WandaVision and that like that they're still active. Well, if they are, then I don't know what John Walker and Lamar. I know that they're they're owned by the government, so I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Brian, you were smirking. What's up? I I am I don't know what made me think of it. I was just thinking like you would make a good cosplay of John Walker. <laughs> just like, the John Walker not one. Cap, John the John Walker cap. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, I like the little how the strap goes into the logo, though. No, everything about <laughs> it sucks, Jacob. Everything about it is. Hey, terrible. do you want him to have the exact same costume? No, it's I don't want him to have it at all. It's perfect, yeah. Jake. You have that strong chin, like he had jawline. Well, Steve perfect. Rogers had too. So, and Steve Rogers had a beard at one point. So. <sighs> Sorry, oh, about God. Sorry about it. Um, I mean, thoughts on the scene? Like, this is. Do you think this is a big deal or no? I mean, it, it's. it's it shows that there's going to be disdain for the, each other, obviously. Other than that. Okay. I mean, it sets up that there's going to be a conflict between the two parties. Um, you know, at, at some point, you know, he's, he's basically sending them, you know, a warning. Like you say, you know, don't get in my way. What's going to happen. They're going to get in their way. And before you know it, they're going to be fighting each other. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I mean, that's about as clear as day. Um, I will say John Walker, and I didn't get to say this before, just first time you see him, he just he looks evil. He looks like a bad guy. You couldn't I, convince me that he's, you know, US agent gonna do the right thing. There's just something about him. 
I mm. love the fact that also, I don't know if anyone knows that, uh, white Russell actually tried to, or sent in an audition to play original captain America. And they said, no. And now he's playing backup captain America. And then look at this. Wouldn't Jake be absolutely perfect for this? Like, yeah, he has to do his hair like that no. though. Mm, sorry, sorry, not happening. So not good. Happening. And um, this outfit too. No, not happening. I think you'd have to lose um, a bet or something. So the episode ends uh, with the f- finally, finally, the arrival of one Zemo, um, who was locked away somewhere, and Falcon and Bucky are headed to talk to him because they have a little conversation about Hydra and Super Soldier serums and kind of where it comes from, what its, what its ability is, um, and the person that they think has the most information on it at the moment, who knows all of Hydra's secrets, is Zemo. Uh, which is going to be very, very interesting. That conversation in a jail cell uh, is going to be extremely interesting. It's also going to be interesting to see who gets out uh, or how Zemo gets out, excuse me, um, and if Falcon and Bucky have anything to do with that. I was shocked he was still in custody, personally. I thought he would have maybe, I thought maybe he would have blipped and then that set him free or something like that. So um, I'm assuming he didn't blip. I mean, unless he just came back right in his cell again. <laughs> no, I'm, he probably didn't blip. I mean, it would be too much work to explain all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hope he's around. for. God, I hope he kicks off the Thunderbolts. I would f- be so excited. That scene would have been, I mean, I'm glad we knew Zemo was in it, obviously, because we got some great trailer shots. But if we didn't know he was in it and they had this scene, it would have been so cool but other people don't really like casual viewers don't really know yeah that he's gonna be in it so that was cool um but yeah i'm just it's crazy that we only have four episodes left and we haven't seen oh by the way we found out sharon carter was enemy uh, of the state yeah enemy of the state for doing that and then we haven't seen her yet we we're gonna see zemo next episode and there's only four episodes left so this is kind of like this is going to more feel like a movie because it's kind of shorter, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's gonna, and I don't think any of the episodes are going to be more than an hour long. I don't think maybe, maybe the last one, but that's it. Yeah. And yeah. now every time I see the runtime, I'm like, you better shave like eight minutes off of that for, <laughs> for credits. The credits have only been like four. Yeah. Not as long for this. Yeah. For WandaVision though. They were. I'm excited. Do you have any thoughts on the uh, final moments there? I mean, it's cool. Like I said, I'm I'm not the biggest Zemo fan, so maybe this next episode changes my you know complete 180. We'll see. It makes sense why they're going to him. So I'm I'm glad they're not just bringing him back for fan service. It actually serves a purpose to the plot. Um, but I don't know. I just it's like a you see Zemo at the end. I'm just like stop. Okay. Don't diss my boy Zemo. Yeah, you don't. I'm gonna cosplay as Zemo. I'm gonna grow my hair out a little bit more. There we go, Jake. We'll be Walker and Zemo. That's gonna suck for you because all you're gonna do is put on a purple mask. No, I'm gonna be Zemo from Civil War. So I'm just gonna be regular clothes, just in regular clothes. Okay. Better memorize the mission report. I did want to bring up something quite interesting, and it's it's uh, I guess it's a a thing for me, and I never expected this show to do this exactly. Um, and we'll get out of here soon, but I never expected this show to do this. We, there were in this episode, there were five different versions of Captain America in this episode. John Walker, a representation, John Walker, Bucky, Falcon, Isaiah, and Eli. There were five different versions in the comics time. And I never, ever expected this show to dive so heavily into comic storylines. Um, it's it's really cool and and WandaVision did it obviously a little bit with some stuff and we've seen movies do it but it really feels like they're taking their time with these shows and and reading these stories and paying attention to what's kind of what is like the history of these characters and where they come from and the stuff that they can weave into this and weave into that um and like I said earlier I never expected to see Isaiah on screen um the fact that we could see his grandson don some version of it at some point for Young Avengers is really cool uh, and it's it's just really cool to see that they're they're paying attention to history of the past and you know taking the time for fans who've been reading it for so long to kind of give them a 
you know, a little bit of a gratification for all the time that they did spend with those comic books. Yeah, I remember we said it, it's a Captain America show. Like it's a it's in the Captain America world. It really is. Like you know, all these things that are connected to Cap in the comics, which is crazy. Um, all right, I do want to I want to share this real quick because I feel like this might be setting up some stuff. Um, I feel like this might be coming down the line, gentlemen. This one. I feel like this might be coming down the line. Oh, that shoot. That is a cover for Civil War II in the comic books. Whew. Nice. I don't know. If, I don't know if U.S. Agent would have a shield. He has his own version of a shield. His isn't a circle, though. His is different. Yeah, I know, but it's not going to be no vibranium. After after he gets that serum, I feel like I feel like there's a possibility that this show could kick off Civil War II. Yeah. Ooh. Well, they did say it's going to lead to like four different movies, right? Like, didn't it's going to influence four different movies? In the I future. think there's a chance it could lead to a Civil War too. That does crazy. Falcon get a serum? No, no. Because I don't. If U.S. agent gets a serum, I, I don't see how that's a, a fight. Well, it's it's not it's not like Cap serum. It's it's a it's like a flag smasher serum. Yeah, it's going to be just like some wash down so uh sam doesn't keep the wings when he becomes cap when he officially becomes captain america he doesn't keep his wing gear yeah he does yeah he does he does okay good because i was gonna say he no he he's, just he's always falcon he is always okay falcon. so yeah. as long as he has his wing tech and all that i think yeah. he can put up a fight no he that's that's his go-to he's he's gonna have to learn how to use the shield yeah but they're a hundred percent um it's basically just him with the shield like yeah yeah. So excited. Yeah, I could believe that. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, all right. Any last thoughts on this episode, gentlemen, before we get here? Ready um, for the well, next one. Well, I had a question. So earlier in the episode, when Bucky gets arrested and uh, Sam's like, and then uh, Walker shows up and she, he's like, you know this guy? And the psychiatrist, the doctor says, yeah, we, we did some field work together back in the day. I'm like, How? Like she said, she's a soldier. Like she was a soldier or a part of the military, and obviously she's significantly older than John Walker. How did they do field work together back in the day? Well, we don't know how old John Walker is either. I mean, they they could have worked together five or ten years. They five could years be any age in the military. You don't have to be the same. No, age. I I know, but you like you, come on now. She, what is she? She's like fifty at least. Yeah, and, but, but, but how do you know she's not like someone on base that runs the missions? It's true, but I'm just saying he's not that old. I mean, no, okay, Billboard could literally be like maybe she's running, she's yeah. running up on her own, well, but she's not actually doing the battle. They side. made it seem like it was a long time ago, but it could be like right now he's 35 and he was 25, and so it could have been that. But that was just, I don't think that was just a throwaway line, to be honest. Probably not. I mean, I feel like we'll see her again. I mean, we know that they know each other now, so. That's true. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be very interesting. Uh, all right. We're going to go ahead and get out of here, guys. That is this week's episode of Marvel Rewind. Um, thank you so much for everyone who has joined us live. And if you're watching on the replay, we really, really appreciate it. Again, if you guys have questions during the episode, um, throw them in the chat. Hit that Streamlabs link. We super, super appreciate anything you guys have for us. Uh, and then, of course, join us every Friday right here at 4 p.m. Pacific. Um for Marvel Rewind as we cover each and every episode of not just Falcon and Winter Soldier, but also when Loki shows back up, Hawkeye, etc. All Marvel Disney Plus shows will be covered right here on Marvel Rewind. So uh, for the whole crew, uh, Jacob, Gio, Brian, and myself, we are Apocalypse Movies. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.